So, oh man, I'm I'm just glad that uh, we we got a couple weeks before we have to record. I like yeah, gotta start yeah, making notes. Yeah, oh. you know, it's good to have that lead up time to actually prepare a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like some stuff, some stuff comes up and you add it to it, but you need a, a strong foundation in advance. I think to uh, to record for this episode that releases, I think the first episode of September, right? Yeah. It. Um. Wait a minute. Which is weeks away. This is uh August thirty first. Oh, it's the last one. Oh, oh I see. Thank- oh, oh shit. Well, it's the last of August, so that's it's huh. uh, it's the twenty eighth, boys. It's the third to last of August. I think yeah. all of our calendars are wrong. That can't be right. Yeah. They're all wrong in the same way, right? We're boned. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We are. <laughs> Let the panic begin. This may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero Issues Comic Podcast! Zero Issues Comic Podcast! Excelsior! Alright, so, uh... Welcome. Yes, welcome. Sorry, I, well, I just didn't want to get dramatic. No, I I, I enjoy whoa, your enthusiasm whoa. and I support it at every mm-hmm. juncture. Um, welcome to the show. Uh, start off. I am Merc. I'm Bry, and I. It's almost September, Kyle. We don't Did have time. No, I didn't. 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 But uh, no, just kidding. I'm Kyle. I'm Kyle. <laughs> and what we're doing today? Uh, we're just throwing stuff together. We're gonna yeah. do lightning round. But the lightning's like, meow. Because we couldn't get the lightning sound, so we had to get a, a slide whistle cat. It's a cat with yeah. a slide whistle. And it's a uh, maybe I'll start things off with uh, last episode. We discussed all manner of Warner Brothers Discovery, HBO Max, DC related sh- shenanigans. And uh, there was a lot of just really quickly rapid fire some stuff that's developed uh, kind of since then, since we recorded, uh, that might be worth mentioning. It's a bit of a, you know, an add on, I suppose, like an addendum to last episode. Um, Batman Caped Crusader, which is the animated series being produced by uh, Bruce Timm and uh, Matt Reeves and uh, Ed Brubaker, I think, is uh, kind of the co-showrunner on it. And uh, and very styled, like Bruce Timm, very styled, it. obviously, like the yeah. animated series. Uh, but apparently it's not going to be aired. It was supposed to, it was being developed for HBO Max. And now that's not happening because HBO Max just doesn't want anyone to have anything that they like. Uh, but it's not dead. So though. it's going to be in theaters only because that in guy wants only. things in theaters only each episode at a time. I'm excited for it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go there every week for each half hour episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 If they can play um, them before other movies, that'd be cool. That yeah. would be actually awesome. It like, will not they got to bring that back. It won't. Absolutely not. Um, but apparently Apple and Netflix and Hulu are interested in carrying it. I don't know how Hulu works because I'm pretty sure Hulu is like kind of Disney now. So that would be Hulu is weird. in the States is separate. But then yeah. when you go outside of the States, Disney Plus yeah. carries it. So, yeah. So that's it's one of those things where for in between. Yeah. Yeah. For the Canadian perspective, it's like, I hope it's not that one because it feels like it would just be. 
you know, like maybe we don't get this. Ugh, yeah, I couldn't even imagine. Um, yeah, what if we had yeah, to steal so it? That would be crazy. Absolutely nuts. <laughs> Who could imagine? Audible it? wink. Um, I don't have the dates written down. I know that Aquaman and Shazam, the sequels, have been like heavily delayed, pushed back to, to March twenty twenty three and Christmas, yeah, twenty twenty three, which we thought they were going to be out pretty soon. I think. Don't worry uh, though, so we're that's... getting Black Adam. <laughs> Whether we Whether want, it or, want it or not. <laughs> and they're just going to put it in theaters. They're going to take it out. Then yeah. they'll put Black Adam back in theaters. But don't worry. Oh. They'll just have Batman before it. So then yeah. you're going to want to go see it every oh. episode. They'll just put Black Adam back in the theaters. It's a real bad that's, Adam. That's yeah. yeah. I mean, I will admit that I'm pretty psyched for Pierce Brosnan's Dr. Fate. That looks pretty rad. Yeah. You know what? I, I, that I'm looks rad. Mildly, I am way more interested in this movie than I thought I would be. Yeah. And I'm the exact same amount as I thought I would be. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've also had uh, apparently funeral screenings at Warner Brothers for right. uh, for the Batgirl movie where whatever was finished or whatever they could show uh, for what if they like crew. had a funeral casket and everything. And Leslie Grace yeah. had to lie in the casket. Yeah. And she's oh, like, I'm, so, they, I'm not getting paid for this even. It's in your contract. Yeah. They've said, I think, that they're still interested in, in doing a different Batgirl project with her, but we'll see what happens. Um, you know, yeah, so there's that. I think a lot of, I think some cast members are basically pleading, like, why are you doing this? Can you please, like, it's such a, it's such a, yeah. you know, it was like such an experience filming this, and now it's just, like, just depressing for everybody. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where they said... Uh, the test screenings were, we already covered this, so like, they, they think the word was irredeemable, but they same this, said the same stuff about um, uh, something that famously got a release on HBO Max, which probably wouldn't happen now. Maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe mm. that didn't uh, actually do very well financially. Who knows? I could only speculate. Um, and then there was also another leak. Release the Batgirl cut. Exactly. Um, yes. I mean, why not? It's, it, I think it's our it's our uh, duty to bully them into releasing this. <laughs> um, yeah, and there was also a big leak of uh, sort of like Warner Brothers information, sort of like, um, I guess, during this process of Discovery taking over and, and you know, the data they had and, uh, you know, kind of some of the stuff that's gone on behind the scenes. But so I guess that they had found that HBO Max has like sort of a, a younger, more racially diverse demographic, uh, mostly people that don't have kids. You know, they might be on social media on like TikTok, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. And then the Disney Plus uh, demographic is like older, more considered like empty nesters and grandparents who might not be on social media so much. And if they are they're on like Facebook. Um, so which which is weird because it seems like I think their 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 method is they're trying to get. Uh, put it all under one umbrella and they're trying to like get everybody like they're trying to drive people towards discovery plus instead of hbo oh, Max. Discover okay you said disney but, plus uh, and i was like oh it's I, like discovery, discovery plus or discovery something discovery yeah. max i don't know whatever it's called um which is weird a little bit to me because it's, it's like weird. i don't it's know if they're sequest actually it's sequest yeah <laughs> yeah it's called sequest dsv the yeah. last of final frontier there's another one but this one's good too trust me Roy Scheider is back, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, which it just seems like a weird. Uh, we'll see how this this works out because I know that you would assume that you would want younger, more diverse 
audience. You know what I mean? You figure you'd want that demographic. You'd want as wide a demographic as possible. And if they're sort of like trying to drive people towards the one that has like the older, like more elderly. That's the corporate way though. It's like we have this thing and we're going to dictate. I've worked for companies where they're like, we're going to dictate to the customers what they want. And I, Mm -hmm. I was in meetings arguing going, this is not going to work. If people want something else, we are the middlemen that bring them that stuff, not tell them, no, you don't want this. You want something else. Yeah. But then they argued it. And I'm like, you're going to fold. And the company I worked for folded. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, th- on a basic level, again, I know that David Zaslav, David Zardoz, whatever, he's – um. And also, look forward to being able to watch Zardoz on Discovery+. Plus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, isn't that the Batman uh, villain? Yeah. Character? Uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, it's, Mizazz, you know, there's, yeah. The crossover potential is unreal. Um, it is. So the, he he come, came from Discovery. It was more kind of like a takeover thing. So Discovery is his thing. So he's, I think, just trying to do whatever he can to bolster his thing he's that like, he knows how to do. Let, let's take all the DC characters and yeah. just put them in Shark Week. Yeah. yeah. What if they Can all have 90 is, day fiancés? <laughs> um, so anyway, I just, it, it seems the thing I don't get about it. And again, I don't know anything about this stuff. I'm not an executive in, in media, but HBO Max has like a younger demographic of people who I assume are paying for their subscriptions. And instead, they're trying to drive them towards Disney Plus, which has like the older like grandparents and like parents who are older. What Discovery they've really Plus? done, though, is... Guess what they've done? All the younger people are just going to borrow their parents' passwords. So you might have effectively, <laughs> you might have just chopped your, uh, if you were actually getting people to pay for HBO Max because it had the content they wanted, uh, and, and you're sort of getting rid of that content, and uh, that might not work out too well for you. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, and apparently also they, they laid off about 70 employees from HBO Max as of uh, August, which it still is. Um, and said, especially in unscripted, international, and family and uh, child, like, children's content. Um, which, again, it's like, you're, you bought Warner Brothers, which has DC Comics, which has, you know, the Looney Tunes, which has, like, a bunch of cartoon kid-friendly stuff. Yeah. And you're, 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 you're going to do nothing with it? You're just going to cut all of that stuff. That seems like a bold strategy. Uh, and apparently disproportionately it was non-white employees who were, who were laid off in this thing, uh, which is, which is unfortunate. And a former executive there said, uh, basically saying that like it, the problem right there is a lack of diversity. And they said in, in quotes, a lot of black and brown people lost their jobs during all of this, which is, um, I mean, listen, it's, it's not a good look, but it's also, I think very short sighted, uh, to, try to make your your lineup of of products whatever less diverse when frankly we're we're you know things are generally spreading out and generally making decent money and making headway so i don't know what that means for uh the company as a whole but it doesn't seem great anyway so that's our uh our warner brothers bloodbath hbo minute hbo yes it's not tv it's it's nothing it's absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's Delicio. All right, for my uh, first lightning round bit, uh, not so serious. Oh, and my phone rang. It's a phone call from the president. And he said, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Mr. President, of course I can do that. <laughs> oh, Mr. President. <laughs> 
Uh oh. <laughs> Why? I the- am wearing something low cut. Uh-huh. And then he's kidnapped by ninjas, and only we are bad enough dudes to rescue the president. <laughs> Mine's a little goofier. Here's the here is the setup that we get to think about. Uh, mm. If you could restart Marvel or DC fresh, what five titles would you start with? And you can take this serious or not. Serious. Okay, I'm. What you want. If, so if like I, we're we're new fifty twoing. Or whatever the hell, just yeah. five like, titles. Like, everything else gets wiped. You start with these titles. They've, no other titles exist. Start fresh. Okay. DC or Marvel. I'm, I'm going with DC. Okay. And I would like Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, Aquaman, and The Flash. Oh. Hmm. This, this, the, you know, I couldn't fit uh, Black Canary in there, but she'll, she could hang out in uh, Martian Manhunter's book. I just want the original JSA. Yeah, and you can do backups. <laughs> no, that's good. And they're they're yeah. they're all going to be like sort of self-contained for the first year, and at the end of that year, they get together and they fight Starro. And at that point, it will be time to relaunch the universe anyway. So, ah, that is remarkably like that. well thought out for uh, like a three-second thing. Good job. Good job. I owe it all to coffee movie. Mooby, <laughs> he's my golden cow god. Ben Affleck, what are you doing here? All right, here here's my picks. I had serious picks, but then I was like, no, I'm going to take this a different direction. I want Justice League International, so I want that that perfect part of that run. I want to start that up again with those those beautiful humorous characters. Uh so that gives you a team book and it gives you like a a bigger cast and the possibilities for offshoots after that. Then I want mm-hmm. Dead Man because you want the kind of mystical side of it. Um, Creature Commandos because then you get that horror sort of horror esque yeah sort of thing. Uh, <clears throat> New Gods because then we also have a team book, but it's also <laughs> is that. <laughs> He's honking his nose in defiance. Um, New Gods, because then it also gives you, you got your cosmic side of things. Mm -hmm. Um, Then, last but not least, Inferior 5. Ooh! For a bit of a comedic twist. And uh, you can bring in uh, guests and then uh, have, yeah, little backup bits that's like a showcase thing and then shoot off from there. Superman guest stars in this issue. Yep. Just off the top of my head, it's a little bit different, but it kind of, yeah. So I would go with five for DC, and uh, the the main thing Interesting would be... Interesting that we all went with DC. Yeah. I have Marvel I, as well, but... Yeah. But. Well, you can do that, too. I, I might have to think about that a little bit more. I'm thinking, like, um, there's no, like, Justice League. There's no... You don't have a Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, any of that. Um, they... You can sort of have it set like it, it's a little bit vague about what's going on, but the, the universe does have history. So, like, you could sort of bring everything kind of back in later, but all these characters are kind of gone and people are just sort of doing their best to manage in this world with their absence. Not what's happening right now exactly in the comics. Exact, It's just sort of like it's been a while. So the five books are Teen Titans, who are effectively like the big superhero team now because like none of the other ones are around uh green lantern core which is like everything sci-fi and, and you know focus on maybe more alien characters than human ones uh house of mystery 
which would nice. just be all the magic stuff. You know what I mean? Like Constantine, Zatanna, you'd have all of that sort of happening. Uh, dealing with, with <laughs> like a magical kind of a crisis. Nothing, something isn't quite right, and they're trying to handle that on Earth so everything is settled. Uh, Doom Patrol, just uh, being the Doom Patrol, just going on sort of weirder kind of adventures like that. Yeah. And uh, Brave and the Bold, which would just be an anthology, sort of a team-up of whoever is kind of around and just sort of settling in this universe while they figure out maybe, you know, something's been altered and they, they you know, they don't know what exactly happened to the wider universe. And it would just sort of be a slow burn mystery and focusing on uh, more B and C and D list characters until... Uh, you know, there could be some fucking anti-crisis or God knows what at this point. But I would just like to, I like the idea of like, it's the an Teen anti-crisis. Like, everything's fine. It's an anti-crisis. Everything's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I would do. Those are the five I would be like, all right, let's start nice. here and, and see what happens. We all, we all know, you know, the, one of the most famous what if issues is what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? It's yeah. the first one. But what if Fantastic Four joins Spider-Man? Oh, my God. Uh, They're living in Aunt May's attic and trying not to make too much noise, and they're just broke. (laughs) Flame on. But what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four for real? I mean, like, he has a couple of times. What if, like, in the mid-60s, he just, he joined the Fantastic Four, and he never left? (laughs) And he just became the guy that they wanted to get rid of. Yeah. He's, ba- he's basically the, the Wolverine of the Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> or like, he's got his own book and he's also an Avenger and all this shit, but he's he's a Fantastic Four character. Uh, it's it's like it's like uh half baked and he's just the couch guy in, in the in the Baxter building. Just he's there. <laughs> but really, I think he would be uh Reed would definitely become a mentor to him. Oh, yeah. And scientifically, he would blossom and uh, just become like to the level of almost like really got to think, I guess, a teenager, the stuff that he was doing in these books. And if he had the access to like the Baxter building and all the the scientific possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. He would have just gone bonkers. So. Oh, yeah. Like he has that potential. <laughs> The yeah. way Marvel stuff, you know, comic stuff in general goes, it's that very slow timeline. And, like, Spider-Man has not aged a lot since he first appeared. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, no. what, yeah. maybe 10, 15 years? I see. It seems like he's perpetually 30 or 29. Yeah. Do you th- I think if if he had joined the Fantastic Four, like, early on in, in his career, I feel like yeah. he wouldn't be more than, like, early 20s at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, would, the, he would be the same age as... For the FF he'd be the same age as Johnny. He would still be like a Ditko character. Well, that's the thing I'm thinking too. Is like he's he's got weird that, freakouts and all. Yeah, he's got like a huge chip on his shoulder, and he's got a lot of potential. And I mean, I, I that's the thing that draws me is like the character dynamics because we you know he was closely attached to sort of them more than other characters in the early days. But there was always like kind of a we're guest starring and things are a little tense, and then they'll see each other another time, and they've slowly developed friendships. So it was sort of yeah. Like you have Reed, for example, who's, you know, a bit of an arrogant dickhead himself, but who has matured enough where he could sort of maybe see, you know, he could take him under his wing, one, science wise, and two, being like, you know, I acted this way at this age and I'm going to try to guide him a little bit and maybe it'll like bring out the best in both of them. I I like the idea of gruff Ben Grimm kind of becoming very protective 
So he's like yeah. almost got a new Uncle Ben because he's a bit older and he's a teenager, Aww. right? Well, and just that's I was thinking of like the two of them kind of bond, and then yeah. Peter and Johnny actually have like more animosity because they're yeah. kind of the same age and they kind of rub each one other the wrong way. One has brown hair, one has so. blonde hair. Exactly, exactly. One drives fast cars, one hangs from the ceiling. There's, and, two, uh, there's two types of people. Everyone has two types of wolves in them. Peter, of course, has just like a crush on uh, on Sue Reed. because that's how oh. it happened. But he's like a 15-year-old kid and it's just like, you'd have to play that a certain way where it's not weird or creepy, but... Uh, Oh, you need to write it creepy. Yeah, on Grant his Morrison, part, yes. go nuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sue is just like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> is he on the ceiling watching me dress? Yeah. No, I'm not. Can somebody get this weirdly sticky kid out of our house? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Fantastic Four and Sticky Kid. <laughs> But yeah, like, you know, and uh, some of it is sort of similar to how it worked out, because whenever he did join the team, I think when, like, uh, Johnny was dead. Right. And he sort of was, like, you know, kind of there for, uh, like, Franklin and stuff like that, because it's like, yeah, like, literally your uncle's dead. I can relate. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, stuff yeah. like that. Let me tell you something about dead uncles, kid. Yeah, exactly. But I, I just, yeah, I think that the having more of like a stronger foundation there would go to some different places. I mean, I think he, f he fits in remarkably well. Cool. What if we move to another topic? It, it would look a little something like this. <laughs> no, that's just you making sounds. <laughs> oh, there it is. All right, I read something recently, and uh, it's not like a full read this now exactly. It's just sort of like, this is uh, something that I was interested in, obviously. It's uh, Superman Space Age. Yeah, oh yeah, you posted one, about this yesterday. Which, yeah, I did just a panel from it, which I thought was just a funny panel. Yes. But it's b written by uh, Mark Russell and uh, drawn, uh, the art is by the Allreds, uh, Mike, Michael and uh, Laura Allred, obviously. I had no idea, I couldn't tell. And the tagline on it says, will the 60s bring the end of the world? So it it's sort of, it's it's its own thing. It's like a black label or whatever. I don't know if it's a black label. It's one of those. It's just like a prestige three-part miniseries. The first issue's out. Really, really quite enjoyed it. I mean, it's playing with stuff that other books have kind of done before because it's sort of, it's touching on like uh, Superman history and DC history, but like, in uh, in kind of a more of a real-time aspect, like it's set in 1963. And uh, he's living on the farm with, uh, you know, he's like, he's he's a young man and he hasn't become Superman yet. And his his dad is very nervous about him kind of, you know, going in the outside world and becoming something bigger than this person. His, and, and, and Jonathan was uh, in the army during World War Two and in Japan and is kind of haunted by something that went very wrong there. And, and, and it's sort of like trying to use all of these things using like a real time historical kind of a thing. And the thing that sets him off his, his sign that the world needs him is, uh, is JFK being assassinated. Okay. So that's what sort of makes him kind of go try to, and, and in the result of that, uh, like it's the cold war. I mean, like there's like, they're both kind of trigger happy with nukes. Uh, Lex Luthor is a war profiteer who's planning on, He's basically assuming that the world's going to wipe itself out. Well, exactly. But he's assuming that the world's going to, like, wipe itself out okay. and he's going to protect himself so he can, like, build the world after the nukes go off. You know what I mean? Rebuild it in his image kind of a thing. And yeah, so bit by bit, like, he finds uh, 
Fortress of Solitude. He becomes so, it, 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 but he at one point he you know it all, it all goes sort of normally, but it's just set in that time. But he uh, like Lois Lane is say like interviewing like gets arrested and is like interviewing John Lewis in uh, in jail and like stuff like that. And then like uh, Clark is basically the new reporter at the Daily Planet, and he is basically it's kooks and cranks. I think is what they internally call it. Like people who are just just weird stories and he runs yeah. and he goes to interview um pariah in a bar and basically everything's heading towards inevitably the world the universe because of his experiments back in the day is spreading and is going to wipe out the world so the whole crux of it is that in the mid 80s the universe is going to be destroyed which is just sort of like their take on crisis i guess right, but it's sort of right grounding it in a different way so i mean like there's been stuff like this that have existed before but i found it a lot of fun uh the writing was uh was was pretty snappy and, and fun and uh again it's the the all reds doing superman so three-part prestige miniseries i i quite enjoyed the first issue so i'm just going to say i read it i liked it and uh it might be worth checking it out three parts i will do three parts three parts it's only yeah. three yeah what? Okay, so we were prepping this. Uh, we were talking about it last night, and and Kyle's like, "Look back in your book and see what uh, things you haven't used yet." Advice I wish you, I had you followed. You know, I might have. <laughs> I'm gonna flip through. <laughs> so I that is immediately what I did. And I don't have a lot of stuff that I don't end up using pretty quickly. So, but I did have one. I had a. It was written as warm up, twenty questions, kind of game. Um, I had. The numbers of one, two, three, four written down, and I had two, three, actually three questions written down. I had a five, and then five was done. One and two were done, weirdly enough. So hmm. I filled it. We have five questions. We're going to do this rapid style, so don't think about it too much. Uh, question number one, a comic book animal is your spirit animal. Which and why? Uh, lockjaw, because I might speak English. And you like your belly rubbed. I do like my belly rubbed. And I do have a fork on my head. But it's it's mm. it doesn't do anything. It's just uh look, I got stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's it doesn't look like it's bleeding as heavily right now. So no. for those reasons and more, Lockjaw is the pet that I am. <laughs> the end. Thank you for that is my book report of what I did. This exactly. Summer. And yeah. that was the best time that I ever went to Canada's Wonderland by Kyle, age eight.com. Yeah. That time I got hit in the head with a fork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a, one of my favorite mangas. That time I got hit in the head with a fork. Yep. And also, this is my uh, stepmom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going with Lion Cat. Yeah. I mean, and I, you I think just, it's pretty obvious. You look similar. Yeah. A lot of weird you're skin so, color. You're so blue. Yep. You do you do sneer lying at me a lot. I mean, I I don't think I was lying. <laughs> I think I think I think Merck knows better than you. <laughs> I just yell at I just yell at people a lot. Lying! Yeah. <laughs> Lying! I want to go crypto just because I love crypto. Everyone knows I love crypto. That's crypto with a K. The currency. Only right? with a K. Yeah. Yep. And oh, also, you know, he's just... Viridium. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
so I want to go with that or bat cow. I haven't decided which one. Bat cow I like because I'm I've been a vegetarian and uh, it'd be pretty cool to have a, a a cow roaming around. I guess a, you know the backyard, which probably wouldn't be happy for the cow, but with a bat symbol on him, and uh, he's just our cow. She's our cow. She's our cow. Okay, question two. Instead of your favorite book uh, to bring to a desert island, like that question always goes, uh, what is your favorite book that features a desert or an island in it? <gasps> Woo. Uh, oh, oh, my. I mean, I've, I've talked about it a few times before, but the, the book Liminal States has both an, the island of Japan and mm. also... Uh, a desert where a guy wanders through and then finds a pool of mysterious white liquid and falls into it and comes back to life and he's completely fine. He was like super injured and bleeding out and dying of thirst and then he comes back. But then another one of him also comes out of the pool and then more and what a book. What read a it book now. indeed. That's my read this now. You can't find a copy of it anywhere. I found a copy of it a couple of years ago. I was like, holy shit. First time I'd ever seen one in the <laughs> wild. It's like seeing something from the internet in real life. That doesn't seem right at all. And you're like, what? It's like seeing Ryan North writing Fantastic Four, for God's sake. What? a What? That could never happen. Yeah, the dinosaur comics guy. The same six panels. <laughs> oh my god, what if Fantastic Four is just the same six panels every month now? That would rule. Kind of two that stuck in my head. <clears throat> Sandman, obviously, it has a bunch that there's several stories that uh, take place in the desert um, where he's telling the story of his the, the lost love from the early tribe that he ended up spurning and then sending her to, to hell because he's a great guy. Yeah, Look, nobody's what, perfect. What a jerk. Uh, there's that. There's a couple other stories. Um, or uh, another one that just jumped to mind, Justice League International, the Booster and Beetle Island story. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's so fun. It's so fun. Yeah. Oh, big time. And then that's everybody amazing. tries to get to the island and then they crash and then they're like floating in the ocean. And, yeah, just beautiful. Beautiful. Just a great run. Uh, for is. the desert, a desert, I'm going to go with uh, an obvious one for for me, but uh, it's the the Dragon Ball manga uh, when they meet the desert bandit Yamcha uh, <laughs> for the first time. That's the first. That's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You got you got your Wolf Fang fists. Uh, you got your mystical adventure. You're gonna have a good time. Uh, I always recommend reading Dragon Ball from the start. And for an island, it's been a while. I have to, like, reread it. I remember liking it at the time, but uh, the Green Arrow Year One that was drawn by uh, Jock. I mean, like, that's, yep. you know, obvious choice. But uh, I think it was it was Jock and Andy Diggle, I want to say. And that duo, I am I always love that duo. So I don't have much to say about it, but uh, it was uh, that was a pretty good one. Uh, all right, question three. Two villains, one Marvel, one DC, team mm -hmm. up in a crossover to take over the United States. Who do you pick? I'll set the tone. I'm picking Boomerang and Captain Boomerang. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to explain why, because I think it's pretty obvious. They're not going to get very far, I don't think. They're no, both. They're kind of a couple all. of scrubs. But <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to get along, you think? 
Hey, you've got a boomerang. I've got a boomerang too. Well, I'm going to pick the beetle and blue beetle and the be- beetle is going to be like, come on, let's team up. And blue beetle is going to be like, I'm not a villain. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Well, the beetle's also, beetle, beetle's also like kind of mock one, two, three, four, no, five, no, or the six new beetle. at this point. The new beetle. Oh, the new beetle. Yeah, she's, but she's also, yeah. And it all fits in with boomerang. Oh, That's good. Which beetle? Is it Ringo? Yes, it's Pete Best. Yes, oh, the story. The story is the Pete Best. I'm gonna go with uh, Lex Luthor and Norman Osborn. Mm. They are two kind of weirdly similar characters, but uh, yep. they're both they're both unhinged in different ways, and they're gonna have to try to work together. And it's just like Superman and Spider Man are like, oh, we got to deal with these guys. But then eventually, it's just like, oh no, they're just gonna. Their personalities are going to clash in a way where we are just going to have to make sure no one else gets hurt because they're just going to end up trying to kill each other. I yeah, I also kind of thought of a similar thing, and I, I was like Kingpin and Maxwell Lord. Oh, like, yeah. It actually like oh, politically work together and try to president and vice president. No, oh, no, but who would be vice? Uh, and if he tries to do like the Kingpin has uh, has very strong will, I think he might be able to uh, resist. Maxwell Lord's uh, influence power a little bit. Or maybe not. Uh, yeah. Number four. Uh, a comic character you think loves or gets ridiculously crazy over pumpkin spice lattes and the related things and another that will punch them in the face over it. Um, I want to say Squirrel Girl. I think Squirrel Girl would like the pumpkin. She'd be all about the pumpkin spice life and, you know, has a nice scarf on, all the color, all all the trees in in Central Park and stuff are turning orange and the squirrels are running around Mm -hmm. gathering. And I think she just loves that time of year, even though it's a little sad because, you know, a lot of the squirrels, I'm sure, kind of go hide and hibernate when it gets a little colder. So maybe her. I thought you were going to say they're going to die. No, I know. That's what I, I, like, I, does, I, I think the squirrels just die in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> and then they regrow out of acorns. That's right. Uh, obviously, that's what squirrels that's what do. the acorns are for. Um, Iron Man. Tony Stark would be kind of a dickhead about it, I think. He likes his coffee a certain way, but it has to be, like, fancy, like, you know, like a really good espresso. Like, something he, really, he really... He probably owns his own brand of coffee. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure he does, and uh, he just he just finds pumpkin spice a little overrated and pedestrian. But he's like a spoiled rich guy, silver spoon boy, so they can have arguments, good natured arguments about it. And uh, I want to see that. And they did sort of cross over um, fairly often in uh, mm-hmm. in a comic written by some guy, I guess. What's his name? Yeah, some guy. Uh, yeah, McBinternet. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was yeah, Scott that's Kurtz. It was definitely Scott Kurtz, <laughs> everybody's favorite. Yeah, he gets along with everyone and is pleasant all Absolutely. the time. Absolutely. Yeah, I I went a slightly different way with this. I was like, I think uh, Calabac of the New Gods, uh, Dark Side Sun, oh. just loves loves to go to the Earth uh, during uh, fall time and get his pumpkin spice. It's his quiet thing. He just he doesn't want to tell Darkseid about it because it, right. he's going to make fun of it. But he's like, oh, I love to do it. And who uh, always intercepts him and hates that he does that? Kilowog. And he just punches him in the face. So you got uh, Calabac and Kilowog. As, ah. as like a Looney Tunes duo. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> like the... Right. You know, written Ralph. in uh written in an- or drawn in Animaniac yeah. style. Like yeah. like yeah. Ralph and Sam. 
He keeps trying to get that pumpkin <laughs> spice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I think I, you know, I'm just going to go with the obvious choice. You know who loves pumpkin spice? It's Jack-O-Lantern. Yes. Oh, yeah. Jack-O-Lantern. Does he have, like, a hard time drinking it with his big pumpkin head, though? Oh, yeah. 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 Do you have a straw? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, we don't have straws anymore, sir. Yeah, it's, it's a paper yeah. straw, and it's, you know. He really should buy his own straw. Yeah. And just mm. keep it in that utility belt of his. Or that satchel. He can or even get, like, a Halloween helmet. one yeah. with a little, like, a black one with, like, some spooky ghosts all over it or something. Yeah, like, you get, like, absolutely. a big, chunky straw. He can do... He's got it a lot of slowly, options. It slowly comes out of the mouthpiece of the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and whoever the, the current Hobgoblin is is, uh, is is punching him in the face. Excellent. And it might not even be for the pumpkin spice thing. It's just... What, what are you, you just, doing? Hey, oh, you've got yeah. the same thing, but you're a pumpkin man. What are you doing? There's already Boring. so many of us. Oh. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right. For the last question, and this is like of the three questions I had written down, I don't know why I had like one, two, and they were done, blank, blank, and then five was on the second page, and it just, and I don't remember writing this, but it okay. says, Bry, it says, Bry, is your favorite color teal? Uh, No, <laughs> it's not teal. <laughs> What's okay, your fine. favorite color? I'm not. Follow up question. What's your favorite color? It's blue. Like it is just generally blue. I like all colors. Like blue, I like green. Like uh, no, <laughs> no. I like a. I like a solid. Kind like a, a sky blue. Yeah. Like a highlighter. Yeah. Highlighter. Like bright blue. That's yeah, my yeah. favorite shade of blue. Yeah. Cerulean um, blue. I mean, yeah. Like I'm a cyan, really you know. in blue. My last lightning round bit, um, I, I came up with this, and I'm actually kind of excited about this. This could be fun. Uh, these artists return in present day. These are like legendary oh. classic artists. What title do you oh. give them? What title do you throw them onto oh, if great. they could return? Uh, and don't think about it too much. But one, Sergio Aragones. Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Spider-Man. I want cool. I want Spider-Man's uh, foibles to be in that style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had FF. I had the Fantastic Four. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. And then, okay, well, I'll skip around a little bit. Um, la, 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 uh, la, la. And, an obvious one, Kirby. If Kirby yeah. was alive and, and could just hear, what would you... And it can be any company, so... Yeah. Hmm. So, Spawn. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be weird. Like, what would that look like? I'd, I'd be into seeing yeah. that. Yeah. I, uh, I, Hellboy. I mean, yeah. Hellboy. It's not too far off, I guess, but, uh, I want to, I want to see a, a different kind of very specific, uh, style. I think that's fair. I put Dead Man. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of could... went like his demon sort of stuff that he did, like has that sort of flavor. Be interesting to put him on something. Else. Some weird psychedelic uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve Ditko. Ditko. Oh man, Archie. <laughs> <laughs> the Punisher. Steve. Steve Ditko's Archie. Oh, the Punisher. All right. I he's, mean, he's killing them because they're. <laughs> it was the only thing to do. It was the only moral choice to make. Exactly. It's like somebody is like, is A A or is A B? 
and then <laughs> you're gonna get just walls of text for twenty pages, and then uh, yeah. an understated death. <laughs> <laughs> I put Sandman. Oh no! Like actual, like <laughs> yeah. team him up with Ga- with Neil Gaiman, yeah. and that would be a weird. I- I'd love to see again, like even just thinking of like his like uh, Doctor Strange or stuff, where he did like weird, like I want to yeah, see yeah. these these realms uh, through his yeah. through his specific lens. That sounds cool. Yeah, I'm down for that. The the Godfather of uh, graphic novels, Will Eisner. I put Sin City. <laughs> <laughs> That's petty. Eisner's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil. It's on that cool. note. It is a familiar you know connection had, too, but I had, you know, it I had would work. thought of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had thought that or Spider Man, and just because yeah. he would do like a more grounded sort of story. Like he just tends to have these longer, drawn out, very introspective character driven yeah. things. I kind of want to see him on like Doom Patrol. Oh, oh. just that's like, a good two, choice. Two sort of flavors that don't necessarily go together, but I think. It could be fun. I think so too. I I would. I'll, I'll imagine that existing as hard as I can because uh, <laughs> it's too beautiful for this world. And then tell me about it. I'll get back to you. <laughs> All, right. All right. And for the last one, I saved the best for last. The one, the only, a Fletcher Hanks. Yeah, I knew this was coming. Oh, I it mean, whatever been. the hell he wants. Yeah, you absolutely. know what? <laughs> I'd really like it if he could uh, make some more stardust. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I'm going to say put him on, on Youngblood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the relaunch we need. I, uh, and I've, I've already touched on this series uh, through this episode already, but I want him on Justice League International. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, pretty good. Yep. You, you will not believe how thick uh, Guy Gardner's neck is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. The fl- the floating head of yeah. Booster and the floating head yeah, yeah. of Beetle. Yeah. 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 I like it. I like it. That's good. <laughs> Tubular spatials for all. And I guess this will be the last thing. And, and sometimes, unfortunately, we have to end on a, a sad note or mm-hmm. whatever, a more serious note. Um, so Rachel Pollack, who is a, uh, a writer uh, who who took over, I believe, took over Doom Patrol um, in the 90s from Grant Morrison, I believe, or followed him up. I don't know if it was directly afterwards uh, from 93 to 95. So starting with number 64 uh, through the end of the title of number 87. Um, and she also created the first uh, trans hero at DC, which was a uh, coagular Kate Godwin uh, in Doom Patrol number 70. Um, is in the ICU right now, unfortunately, and uh, there's a GoFundMe that's been started to, you know, try to help her out and pay for medical expenses. And very sadly, this is one of those things that happens to comic creators, especially ones from decades past. Um, you know, they might not be getting as much work as before, and they might. It's it's just it's very unfortunate. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to mention that. I mean, you know, nobody has a lot of money right now, but if anyone's listening to this and wants to, uh, do what they can, yep. uh, exactly, yep. um, you could just, if you just search, like, GoFundMe, Rachel Pollock, there's a CBR article from, uh, a couple of days ago, 
Uh, and I don't think it's specified exactly what she's hospitalized with, but uh, so far it's raised 19,000, and their initial goal was 15,000, so that's good. So, you know, and actually now I'm looking up, it's up to 24,000, so I mean, that's that's wonderful. I, I love how that always happens, and I feel like a lot of times it's comic fans, but also other comic creators who always sort of chip in and, and boost this yep. stuff, because it's a, you know, you want to help your own. So, yep. um, yeah, so apparently she's, if she's even able to go home, she's going to need 24-hour care, and they're trying to, you know, take care of things without asking for help as long as they could. But now right. they have to. So, you know, just something I wanted to mention. Uh, everybody in this industry, I mean, like, that's the thing. It's such a, even if it's not directly collaborative all the time, it is. Because it, you're always building on what other people have done. And I feel like having, helping each other and, and uh, you know, honoring that is uh, very important. And then it's lovely that that's happening. But uh, hopefully, I wish for the best. Hopefully, everything... Hopefully things turn around and improve, but I just wanted to mention that again. It's GoFundMe.com slash F slash Rachel dash Pollock dash needs dash your dash help if you want to find it. Uh, and on that note, I think I think we're raw lightning doubt. I had very little lightning in me to begin with. Crack, yeah. crack, um. I, I would argue any is probably bad, <laughs> but. <laughs> well, I, I, drank, we? I drank a Gatorade, so it has lightning in it. There, it was true. lightning flavored. Uh, I'm going to go first. I'm going to do it. Please. Uh, my name is Kyle Lees, and you can check out all of my stuff, all of it, every single goddamn bit of it, at uh, mm. thekylelees.com, or uh, just by Googling my name, which is the Kyle K-Y-L-E, because how else would you spell that? No offense to people who do spell it differently. L-E-E-S, like multiple Bruce Lees. I'm like multiple Bruce Lees. That's me. Now, everyone's always said that. And, you know, the only way to find out how true it is is to go check cut out me, Cal's Cut stuff. me open and count my Bruce Lees. Nope. <laughs> just, just fight him. See what happens. Uh, the lightning Wata. turned into Bruce Lees and they're just kicking the hell out of you inside. But you'll get past this. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm Brycotic. Uh, my name is spelt B-R-Y. Uh, and if you, the only way to spell it, and if you spell it any other way, I, I do intend offense towards you. It's personally. Brie. Yeah. It's Brie, which I might've been accidentally called by the announcer at my wedding. Yes, indeed. And I'll, I'll live with my, and Brie, no, it's Bri. Bri Kotick, uh, B-R-Y-K-O-T-Y-K. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. You can, you know, Google my name and see what's there. And hopefully good things. I, I honestly don't know. Uh, and you can also go check out uh, my comic at welcome to hereafter.com. Uh, I am Merck. You can find me at MerkAsylum.ca, M-E-R-K-A-S-Y-L-U-M.ca. Merck on Facebook, Merkanaut like astronaut on Instagram. Uh, you can find all three of us, plus our friend uh, Ryan Mackett at the uh, Thunder Bay Country Market. Um, Wednesdays from 3.30 to 6.30 and Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 1 p.m. We're upstairs in the Weird Works studio booth. Um, thank you as always to uh, K. Preston Merkley, Ocean City Defender, for all the music and interstitial stuff who has been with us from the start. Uh, and thanks to you, the listener. Thanks. I've always loved you, listener. You're the best listener right. in the world because you're you and nobody's like you. You are special. You are you are the special. All right. Okay, we're done. We're, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Well, we're done. <sighs>
Tschüss.